we've made the, uh, the switch over uh, very well. So that means all of our uh, product engineering, you know, all the software engineering, all the customer support, all the customer um, sourcing of a, a product, all of that is now taking place within this new format. If you take someone like the uh, Leeds Building Society, you know, you've got all of those on-premise uh, meetings that uh, become basically uh, prohibited, all kind of certain access to certain customers becomes prohibited, and so everything moves to their uh, you know, online uh, offices and their, their, their telephone. And so how you look after customers in that context totally shifts. And I would say the other thing that totally shifts for them is the back office uh, services associated with that. Again, you know, that they would have very specialist requirements in terms of the way that you, know, you access core banking systems in order to make, you know, facilitate payments, all of those kinds of details, where they would potentially still need people to come into work because certain systems would have uh, security protections in terms of them, uh, where they would actually be backed up by certain physical uh, security uh, uh, kind of rules as well. So I think it really, you know, your question is massive. Well, it, it is a massive question, but it's one that the entirety of business faces. In terms of <laughs> financial services, um, yeah. Leeds Building Society being the, the example you, you mentioned there, it is all about automating middle office, back office, but also automating front office as well now. How does the use of a digital worker and of RPA make a difference? Here, you know, you see something that the, the kind of current crisis is shining quite a light in terms of what, what it is these things do. And so I'd say in, in terms of what Blue Prism is about, about, what we're trying to do and the, what, what we're trying to do in, in terms of the way that we facilitate other people doing their business, it's kind of the, the trend of the future. You know, it's, it's the ability to deliver robotics into a service organization. All of those kind of service tasks that take place within the administration, within the office, are now being undertaken by digital workers. And you know, we're at the point where we say that any business process you know, worthy of that name is automatable by these digital workers. There's technology now you know, sufficiently sophisticated enough, versatile enough in terms of its ability to kind of manage those tasks. And so in the, in the lockdown environment, what we've seen is that uh, people that have, have got uh, Blue Prism digital workers have made the switch very smoothly in terms of uh, things that they can do. And uh, one of the things that uh, uh, we've been saying about Blue Prism is that we are an enterprise uh, uh, version of this kind of uh, product category. And uh, one of the characteristics of being an enterprise version is that uh, every digital worker that you train gets published to a central uh, platform. And it means that, you know, uh, if, you, if you train a digital worker to do something, uh, you publish it uh, to a centralized uh, platform. If I uh, then want to use that digital worker as a, as a co-worker of yours, I'm working for the same organization, I just access it. And not only do I access it, but I can access all of the components that make it up. And uh, now we've designed that so that, you know, distributed teams, are, you know, operating in multiple geographies, multiple territories, would be able to contribute to the way that this uh, this resource, this automation resource, would get built over time. But with COVID, it's been extended, you know, com completely fully. It means that even people in the same city are now collaborating in terms of the way that they would build digital workers in terms of, uh, you know, carrying out tasks. You know, in terms of your question, because it's uh, uh, the, you know, the nature of the platform, the Blueprint platform, uh, we would both kind of train digital workers at home. If there's new uh, business processes that we would want to to run, we would uh, we, we could do all of that from our kind of home offices in terms of uh, you know getting getting the digital workers to carry out new tasks. 
I just have visions when you say digital workers of robot ants, but that's presumably not what we're talking about. From what you're describing, it's relatively easy to scale up, scale down the business requirement or the, the business activity using RPA. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did, sorry, did you say a digital ant? I, a robot ant. Robot ant. Yeah, well, actually, I, I don't think that's necessarily such a bad um, analogy. And I'll tell you uh, one of the reasons is that, you know, part, part of the other aspect of this is that uh, digital workers kind of share loads and they, they work off a centralized work queue. And, uh, you know, if they see tasks that are behind uh, schedule, then, uh, you know, the robots kind of swarm to that task. And so they switch. They, they, you know, they're dynamically allocated against a, you know, activity that's taking place. So uh, that's, it's not a bad analogy. I mean, it's actually, you know, it's within a kind of corridor in terms of like what it is they ultimately do. But, yeah, that, 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 that kind of captures it. I mean, and in terms of uh, setting up new processes and uh, you know, adjusting what they do, uh, absolutely. And that, again, is kind of at core of the, uh, the technologies. How do you have something that is simple to reprogram, restate, retrain, where the, the, you know, the minimal of uh, technical restrictions in terms of how you get you know, a process to orchestrate multiple systems, uh, take outputs from one, um, digest it, uh, apply certain uh, rules or, or kind of uh, algorithms to it, and then move through to a, to a next stage in the business process. That's exactly what this technology is designed to do. So, you know, take the take the Leader Building Society, you know, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, whatever it is now, you know, the, the very last thing that, that, that was on anybody's roadmap was that, you know, we have to offer a uh, mortgage holiday to all our customers. And it doesn't matter what mortgage they've got, it doesn't matter you know, which system the product's residing in, that, you know, all these other contexts that it doesn't, doesn't apply. Basically, everyone becomes a candidate for this thing. That's a brand new business process that this organization now has to run. And, you know, as consumers, you know, we just kind of turn up and kind of take this stuff for granted a little bit. You know, you just sort of like, well, why, why can't I get my mortgage holiday? Well, when you think of um, the administration, but, you know, behind the scenes in terms of, you know, the individual, which product it's against, how it registers against whatever the government support system that has to be filled out appropriately in order to you know to qualify. All of those things you know, have to take place, and that that is a brand new business process that has to be created and then to put in uh, put into operation in very very short order if this thing is going to be of any use to anybody. And uh, you know what you see is obviously you know if you had to do that with human beings, it basically means that you know you have to close down other operations that you're doing, get everybody switched to this emergency tasks, get them trained up on it, try and monitor the quality associated with what it is they do. So all of those very, very difficult things in terms of managing people and managing, you know, multi-demand processes. You know, fast forward, you look at it in the context of a blue prison digital worker and uh, you train one how to do it, you show it how to do the uh, task, whichever systems it has to operate again. Once that a single robot has been trained how to do that, that is now an automated process. It means that these other ants, these other these other uh, digital workers join in that task based on the demand of throughput that's going through. So the building society opens the doors and basically says, okay, right, that process is now automated. You can go to your website and get access to it. Depending on the volume of people that are doing that will exactly correlate with the number of digital workers that uh, get called in, that get triggered to answer that process flow. And so, you know, behind the scene quote from Leeds was, that they'd taken a you know a nine minute plus telephone consultation down to twenty seconds plus on a, a web form in terms of your ability to get a, a you know mortgage holiday and so that volume of people coming in filling in those forms 
behind the scenes, digital workers are being triggered in terms of the way they register them, handle them, and manage them through the you know, through, through the various middle and, and, and back offices. Is this going to be a permanent change in the way that, in this particular instance, again, we're talking about financial services businesses, yeah. is this going to be a permanent change in the way they operate? Uh, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, and to the extent it already is, and, and this is one of the things that we're, you know, we're saying to people, this is why this category has taken off to the level it has. I mean, you've got to remember that this is a category that didn't even exist. And I don't even, you know, even use the phrase, you know, RPA um, four or five years ago. Four years ago, if you take, uh, you know, just, just Blue Prison's example of it, we were, you know, 60, 65 people, something like that. Over the last four years, over uh, 20% of the Forbes um, uh, 2000 globally have become Blue Prism uh, customers. Uh, and the reason for that is yeah, it's very, very simple. It's, it's exactly the thing that we just talked through. Us, as a, a technology company, we're trying to build a digital worker. And what we mean by that, basically, we're trying to get these things in software to be uh, comparable to, uh, to a human worker. And the quality of the human worker that we're really going for, what we're really trying to replicate, is the versatility, is the flexibility. You know, just like uh, you know, a human doesn't, uh, doesn't know all the technologies they're going to use in a lifetime, you, tra- you, know, you train, you know, someone says, oh, there's a new application, this is, this is what it is, this is how you use it. You train them to use it, and then they can use it. Exactly the same as a, a digital worker. And so um, uh, it's never seen an application before. You train it how to use it, and then it, uh, it has the ability to be able to orchestrate it, automate it, and drive it. And so, you know, our kind of mantra on this is that we, we think it's a new category of technology, as, uh, as others kind of agree, and that we think that, you know, a modern organization will look like one-third people, one-third uh, core IT, and one-third this new thing, uh, these digital workers. And they're different from traditional automation. They're not an extension of the IT estate. They're, they're a product that are given to business users. They so business users work with digital workers, and that's the, kind of the point of them, is that you, know, you don't need an IT crew to, to plumb these things in and get them to do what they do. The whole idea is that you take it out to a generalist audience, a generalist business audience, understands the business flows that they um, uh, want to conduct and then can um, uh, have a very intuitive way of showing a digital worker in terms of the way that the digital worker can do it uh, and so that that process is then um, automated. So you know, we, we totally think that uh, this is transforming the way that organizations think about their work internally. The analogy would be it's just like the uh, robotic revolution that took place in manufacturing kind of in the 80s and 90s and, and beyond. And when you think of manufacturing, you know, in the early days, you know, you had that uh, assembly line kind of moving along and people kind of working it. And now that is transformed to an assembly line moving along with this kind of ballet of robots, you know, doing things, building these uh, objects that come off, the final kind of completed product. And that exact same analogy now is available to service work. Now, it hadn't been previously, despite all the, um, uh, you know, computerization, despite all the technology that's been poured into offices and clerical work and administrative work, it was still people that were driving kind of these digital filing cabinets, you know, databases and shifting data from one place to another place. This technology kind of introduces a flexibility associated with that. That means that, um, that you get that same kind of speed up, same kind of intervention in terms of the way you do work as robotics did for manufacturing.